0: Hey, welcome back to Talking Pigskin. It's episode 14. Sorry for the delay. It's been a stupid week, to say the least, but uh, we got a lot of football to talk, so let's get into it. Um, Quite a little bit going on in the last uh, week in
1: the NFL. Yeah, it's been. The not friggin' logical (laughs) is
0: what I like to call it better than no fun league. No, exactly. Because it really but, is not logical. It doesn't make sense. But it, at this point in the season, week 11, you might start to believe, like you yeah. should kind of start to know what's going to, the trends are start to, you know what I mean, pile up and you, it's a little more believable to. We should probably
1: kick off this episode and say we were both wrong about Carolina and Pittsburgh. Oh my God, yeah. Were... And just stomp. After after Cam Newton turned the, the ball over in the first quarter, on a, the, one of the most bonehead throws.
0: It's I've, funny I've, I've too. Seen, but. Because I was listening to the last week's right before the the game. Oh, think about how, and I was, how we were. I was thinking in my head, what? How did I not p- pick like? <laughs> how do we not go Pittsburgh? We both said that they were both hot, but Pittsburgh was at home. They're way hotter. And now, going ahead for this week to Pittsburgh, it's like, how do you how do you pick against them?
1: Roethlisberger had more touchdowns than incompletions. For that, three, I saw that he throws that. for three hundred twenty eight yards, or if it's five touchdowns at home, somebody says so what? I say it's against one of the hottest teams in the NFC. That it, no, who cares? Show, we've been yeah, we've been talking so much about it. Um, another game that I think matters though is uh, what Tennessee did in New England. Um,
0: yeah, we both. Uh,
1: what are heck? we running
0: through everything that we got wrong last no, week? No, that's but a good I, way to do
1: it. I think that if we just have a, a, a quick summary and say what the hell we're we, we thinking, it's pretty pretty friggin' relevant. So do we like? That's why I'm saying it's not friggin' logical. We that's didn't break that game down.
0: Da- yeah, we didn't break that we didn't game even down. Think about it. Yeah, no, You it- talked
1: about Marcus mediocre like for about five minutes. And right, then, this team comes out and,
0: and just you know what? Neither one of us said that Mike Vrabel and Deion Lewis are both former Patriots. Okay, that. I wasn't going to include Deion Lewis into it, but that even adds another element. But we totally glossed over the fact that uh, Patricia and the Lions did what they did. And then could that potentially happen because Titans have a much better defense than the Lions do? Blah, 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 blah. We could have gone into a whole... If we knew what we were talking about. Now me, yeah, right, right, right. Now I might have just... Written it Slovenson. off, written it off, because yeah. I don't want to talk. I didn't want to talk about Tennessee I after to get you know uh, the week that I had to watch them, the the week <laughs> yeah. previous as I scratched my head in frustration. But <laughs> um, it makes me feel better about that loss on Monday night to the Titans now. I don't even want to talk about the AFC As a South fan. because
1: there's a hell of a lot going on. From do that, you but... want to
0: slowly transition into that game? Because no, we'll I just... know someone that picked that game correctly.
1: Is <laughs> this guy with I... two thumbs pointed up? Yeah, I want to blitz through Week Ten. Um, the Bills
0: running over the Jets. Does that matter?
1: Mm, well, because like Matt Barkley, it is doesn't. Because
0: just... it doesn't. Because Todd Bowles didn't get fired. Okay, fair enough. If he enough. got fired, then it would have mattered a lot more. It matters in a sense of it got what's his name released. Uh, Peterman, he's he's now officially released from the Buffalo Bills. He's not, and now football. my prediction will be correct that he never throws another NFL pass again. And I mean, it was pending an
1: injury, we said he would. Well, never I think throw we did a throw a pass. in an. Aden- we uh, better have, or else an that, asterisk yeah, or whatever. Exactly, but I mean, Matt Barkley comes in seemingly off the couch. I don't know if he's working, it, working out, staying in shape. I presume he is. Fifteen to twenty-five, two thirty-two, two touchdowns, no turnovers, like. Yeah, that's serviceable. The Bills put up forty one points, but does it matter? I, I, not Jets to the sputtering? point where I'm going to break it down. Yeah, in a, so, in a recap. So should uh, Jets fans panic about Sam Darnold? Like, is there maybe is there something going on? Is there nothing to talk about
0: other than a rookie's quarterback development? Well, that that Bills defense is why I picked them to cover the week before against Chicago. Because wi- and and then it showed up. So, so J- sorry, Josh McCallum plays if
1: Darnold's hurt.
0: Cowan had a bad game.
1: But I, I'm I'm trying to ask, should the Jets fans be concerned that Darnold is having the season and it's starting to turn and transition into
0: what it is? Honestly, I don't care enough yeah. about the Jets okay. or the fucking Pills. Fair enough. Well, you know what? I was thinking a lot about it, but anyway. Okay, well, I don't think it's time to... If anything, it would be more time to panic in the leadership. But maybe... 'Cause it can either be the best thing or the worst thing for you to be a second year quarterback and have a second head coach and a second system to learn and second Coming language to learn and blah 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 blah. With Le'Beon Bell behind you. Unless I won't go too far maybe into that. maybe Sean McVay's the guy that's the year two coach for the year two quarterback. I see what yeah, I see. And all what of a sudden, Jared Goff isn't a bust, and maybe it was just Fisher that wasn't helping them out at all. Sam Darnold comes and just shows that his sophomore season is so. Maybe nothing the defensive minded Bulls is not the maybe it's not right guy out. for for Darnold. Fair enough, but so, again, McCown okay. had a bad like Darnold didn't play in that game. No, McCown, I'm sure, yeah. and McCown had a bad game. Yeah, and Barkley signed whatever seventy two hours prior comes to kickoff. Seemingly off the couch and and looked quite good. Now again, they're serviceable. It was just it, it's. It's a stupid game. They were up 31-0 at one point.
1: We're talking about it because we didn't talk enough about games on now, the last show that we should
0: have. Now, this is the reason that I don't think we need to talk any more about that game. Okay. You know what the spread in that game was? No. It was 7.5 for the Jets. Wow. And then you look at them putting up 41-10 for the Bills. Right. Wow. Okay. So that's... It's not freaking logical. Enough Moving set. on.
1: Moving on. Um, I can admit that the Jacksonville Jaguars season is officially over. I can admit that. Um...
0: Here so, we go. Hot so, takes.
1: So we got. W- I watched that last play. I watched if it was a fumble. I watched if Jerome Bogart lost his mind. Oh, yeah. I forgot I about it. <laughs> over and over okay. and over again. And I still don't know. Okay. Did you happen to say Candyman to your TV screen three times in a row before that call was made? Candyman Man or Beetlejuice, but at the end of the day, I I I I love the effort that the Jacksonville Jaguars offense showed. The defense yeah, looked outish. What's his name there? Eric Ebron had three touchdowns. Eric Ebron was,
0: put on a clinic to to his former team saying, Hey, look at me. Let me Give tell me... you something.
1: It's almost like Jacksonville was looking at the Detroit Lions tape of Eric Ebron. It's almost like they were looking at tape of a tight end that couldn't produce and couldn't catch the football. Or maybe he
0: wasn't... Well, he did have drops. He did. Jacksonville's
1: defense in in the the first half, it did not look consistent. It looked patchy at at best. And coverage. Coverage lacked. Are the Colts maybe a sneaky wild card team they're a sneaky wild card team and they will hinge on their so defense.
0: one week removed from us both saying there's they're yeah. they're, not, they're a tough out yeah I felt they're smart not a team. I felt smart for they're, saying that they'll yeah. be a tough out all season they're not a playoff team though but let's talk about why I still don't think they're a playoff team Jared however they're sneaky they haven't given up a sack in four games all of a sudden you they went from the worst line in the league out of to my
1: mouth. Unbelievable to is talk it just about, because why.
0: of Quentin Nelson? No, it's not because
1: Anthony Costanzo and Ryan Kelly are gelling. But and is it because of interior, who's
0: in the middle of them? And then that's contagious. And then it makes everyone else. El- who was it the other day? You that can't was dispute saying-
1: that. You can't dispute somebody who is a bona fide blue chip. Somebody saying that he's got a gold jacket on before he's even drafted. Okay, you can't dispute his influence.
0: So it's a, so it's a redundant question to ask. Like, did like did he change the culture of the O line room? Him alone. Like just the No, way he, not him sir, alone. Like, certain guys have a... Okay. See, I, I think don't he's... Think him alone. I think he's so good that he's one of those people that just, like, have an aura about them. Not like Prince, but... <laughs> but, like, when you walk in a room, like, you command the room. There's it's a like, presence. oh, Quentin Nelson just walked into the room. There's like a he, presence oh. to him. And then... So that could be infectious to everyone else in that room. So did you see... He, he gets fined 26000 for a hit. Oh, yeah, I saw for for being, a grown, for being a grown
1: man. For playing football. And this is coming from a Jacksonville fan. He is technically sound, and when he makes contact, Quentin Nelson, he will put you on your butt. Could he, be the, inc- could he be the first uh, lineman to win Offensive Rookie of the Year? Oh, my gosh, that's not crazy. Because if you look at Andrew Luck's resurgence, I'm not looking at the surgeon who repaired his shoulder. I'm not looking at the doctors that, that put together. That dude's playing...
0: Like a six-year vet that just came off a a season for whatever reason he couldn't play and watched his quarterback get killed all year. And then he took it upon himself and his pride to show, like, we're going to protect our guy and let him show his talent again. He reminds me of Larry Allen. He's, oh, that well—not size-wise, but no, no, no. He's not that that big. But the way his, in which he can command the, oh well,
1: no, no, that and the way in which he can command the offensive line. Like the, I don't even mean it from a leadership standpoint. I mean that when the ball is snapped, when you look at that side of the offensive line, the pocket is so pure.
0: Yeah, it there is. is
1: a curve to it's, it. It's their logo. It's, it's, the, it's the cult symbol. That I mean, that's not crazy. You get an offensive line, you get that cult, you I get Honestly, that, I think I said that because that I,
0: I saw a screenshot of an All-22 play at midfield, and they were like in sync with their their logo. I'm, I'll tell you what.
1: Oppositely. Uh, Ryan Kelly, and off the top of my head, I don't know where Ryan Costanzo went to school. Regardless, <sighs> those three guys, Nelson, Costanzo, and Kelly, they are a part of a culture shift in Indianapolis, because here's the thing. So it's not it's just Quinn no, Nelson, it's but, not. but
0: he is a large part of it. Yes, obviously. he is. Okay.
1: Because if that offensive line can help them run the football, That's Andrew right. Luck has so much more freedom. Because everybody's going to oh, magically come open
0: then. I forgot to check the carries that Mar uh, that Mac had last week.
1: Marlon Mack.
0: Because we both said that he wasn't getting. He wasn't going to touch near the ball. North very twenty much. carries. Well, there's a stat for that too, Jer. Right. Twelve touches. Yeah. See, that's 29 yards. And that's, so. And so that it, it's funny because I, as soon as we said, no, he's going to sling it all around the yard, blah, blah, blah. Yep. blah and I said, well, is he, or, or are they going to be stuck? Like, are they going to be stubborn? Or are they going to? And that's probably why that game was able to be closer than it should have been in the second half was because they didn't. Pound they put and attack up 28
1: first, first half points. Like, the defense in the first half looked lost. It, like, this is a divisional opponent. How are you not prepared? Well, now Jalen Ramsey's checked out.
0: Like He's tweeting, I'm, you're going to miss me when I'm gone I'm, type shit. Like, I'm glad you brought that up because... He's checked out. What I don't like
1: about a player who verbalizes his thoughts as often as he does yeah. is you make it a showdown every week.
0: Yeah, he's got, a, he's got a trip booked for January 9th or something departure. January 7th. He's already got it booked. Travel agents on on speed dial.
1: It's probably six weeks in Bali or something. something some more. little Borneo Indonesian <laughs> island. But uh, back to luck. I mean, twenty one for twenty nine, two eighty five, three touchdowns and a pick. Uh, the pick was big. The turnover shifted some of the momentum in that football game. Let's not dismiss it as a garbage time play.
0: Who had the big touchdown in the uh, second half for the Jags? The speedster. Uh, I'm so bad with. Well, receiver M- names.
1: There's too Moncrief many. Moncrief had a good one in the first half. He had that eighty yarder. All right, and then Westbrook got into the mix at the end, and then DJ Shark is. It wasn't Shark. The I don't know what one. I'm thinking. What no? play I'm thinking?
0: See, that's the pr- uh, it's it's so far removed. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's been a long week. It's it. Oh, I know. Had, it's it had, had a little bit. I'm only canceled. But at the
1: end of the day, it's it's difficult to think about what the season could have been because of how well Leonard Fournette performed. Yeah. I mean, he caught the ball, he ran the ball, he made it look like a. Power, O line, a power run game can score you thirty points. A See, game. I and thought he didn't do 26. anything to
0: contribute to the success. If anything, he in he, that football he game, held, he he held them back in that football
1: game. Yeah, I would I would disagree because he touched the ball twenty four times for a meager fifty three yards. That's that's pathetic. And when you look at the yards per touch, that doesn't help. It doesn't help. That's what I'm saying. He gets one touchdown, okay, but then he contributes in the passing game. All right, he gets five catches for fifty-six yards that's not and enough. one touchdown. But take
0: half of those carries where he's not getting any any sort of yards or help. Him. Second and eight doesn't help that that quarterback at all, and that's what he was getting, setting them up in all You're day absolutely long. Absolutely right. He was so he take was half those carries, third, third and five, third and six, a lot. Yes. Take those car- take half those carries, and give them seventeen targets in the passing game. Yes, and they win that game. Well, I, I find that That's the stubborn. that's the stubbornness. I
1: find it hard to dispute that because when I look at the offensive effectiveness that they had in the passing game, they didn't have anybody that could run routes on defense. And it's you, funny you're because line up th- Hooker across from Fournette. You okay, thought that bigger. Hyde was gonna touch him. I did. I did because Should he I didn't have? have? No. Because I looked at look at how good Fournette looks. I didn't think he looked good at all. That's I, what I'm trying to say to you. I'm trying to tell you that he looked good in that football Ugh. game and he was able to contribute. i
0: watched that football game. <laughs> I had money on the
1: Colts. Running the ball? He did not oh, look Oh, it just good. triggered my mind. Well, who
0: did, did you listen to me? Did you put money on Seattle plus 10 and a half? No, I didn't. Because they should have won that football game. They should have won. The Seattle Seahawks should have beaten the the Rams the week before. Oh, when I you said right, the Rams and we're I should be lose, right, yes, and yes, I should yes, be yes, right yes, about yes. that upset. Yeah, but,
1: so, they put up 31 points. I told the, I told the
0: listeners that's free money, folks. Yeah. Take and, the Seahawks plus 10.5 at home. Are and, you kidding me? And there's the and there's those free points. And they should have won. And they lose by straight farm, up so on yeah. the money line. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um yeah no. So you, you didn't take my advice. No, to take that. I definitely did not. That's unfortunate. Absolutely not. Because then you could have parlayed it on my boys.
1: Um, <laughs> plus seven
0: and a half on the road and just win it straight up on the money line.
1: So the Seahawks playing well against uh the LA Rams that's twice.
0: Yeah, they're the well. It's weird because I said this before when the Rams or sorry yeah when the Rams were the bottom feeder mm-hmm. in that division and the Seahawks were dominant. Yeah. Who won those? Who won those matchups? Oh, good point. Rams would. Good point. Okay, so it's just familiarity. It well, a lot of it is familiarity, no but now that the, there's the almost, not a total shift of Seattle being a bottom feeder because yeah. they're a a weird. Are they a
1: sneaky? Are they a, see, a sneaky? They wildcard want, team you know in the why NFC? they?
0: Uh, it's it 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 dep- Honestly, it depends on who wins the NFC East, because if it's the Redskins or the Eagles that win the NFC East then yes, the Seahawks could be a sneaky wildcard team if somehow Carolina f- falls off or yeah. Chicago falls off or the Packers continue to fall off yeah. because Seattle has the tiebreaker over Dallas. Chicago There's no way areas. that Dallas can be a wildcard team. It's, it's win the division or not or nothing. Yeah. And the next two weeks are huge in that. Well, I was just going
1: to say Bears and Vikings on Sunday night is going to be. Absolutely. There's a lot like of huge games. games. Even Washington
0: and Houston. It's a huge game. I need because Houston. Two, I need Houston. And anytime. they're two,
1: six, and three teams,
0: right? So, I mean, they're, it's which is ins- a power. Here's another. Here, you want to go into crazy stats? That's crazy. The Redskins have not had a lead change in nine games this season, they've scored first six times. They've won six games. They've given up the first points of the game, or yeah, three times, and lost those three games. Oh, that's an interesting stat. It's the, it's the it gets it gets crazier. It's the first time <laughs> okay. that that has happened since nineteen fifty four. The team that did it then? Otto Graham, Jim Brown, Cleveland Browns the redskins. No. It's an exclusive redskins stat. No other team has ever done it. So bottom line if they're playing good football and they're off <laughs> If they get off to the, if they score just not even not even that. Just score first. And it it does whatever it does to their defensive package and it and it, Momentum is a fickle mistress though, eh? Isn't it just one of those strange things? Cuz th- it's funny because I've for the last couple of years I haven't been scared of that Redskins defense really since Norman's been there because he's a zone guy. And they don't travel with the best receiver and blah, 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 yeah. right? Brian Kerrigan's underperforming. So, but when the, when they get that lead, it does something in, to them where it takes their bend-don't-break mentality to a different level. Yeah. And especially when they're playing good red zone D, especially on third down. Those are the key three stats. The psychology
1: of it is very interesting to think. But about. I
0: thought, I just as soon as I heard it, I'm like, write it down. Got to tell that one to Mikey.
1: Absolutely.
0: It's quite interesting, actually. Because it's kind of an obscure stat, but it... It, I it, it I'll tell you I'll be watching those first two drives for each team, on <laughs> on Sunday tomorrow.
1: I don't know if there's anything else really worth discussing. The Saints blew out the Bengals, and I'm gonna give you some time to uh, is, say what you thought I'm, about I'm the not, performance over Philadelphia. I'm
0: not gonna go too crazy into it because I didn't want to talk about them last week, and I'm not gonna just jump off the ledge because they won a game where yeah I like on the podcast I picked the I uh, I picked the filthy I said it, but at the same time all week I said this is the game. Where it makes zero sense for them to win, Philly's coming off a bye. We got a short week, and that's exactly why we're gonna win. Everything's gonna click. But like, but it was different because Van Der Esch had a crazy game. He had nineteen tackles. Man, and a his
1: sideline to sideline presence is unreal. He's,
0: he saved the game with the five yard loss tackle on third and three or third and two, whatever it was. On, on, on that, on he that won. He won that game on that screen pass. Right. Yes. Did you watch every bit of that game? Yeah. Do you see that uh, Jeff Heath is an NFL safety? Do you see as a special okay, team stud? Look,
1: there's so much that I wanted to talk about, and the fact that I'm not there I'll yet... I'll talk about them a little bit, Okay, but the fact that I'm not there yet wasn't one of the things that I wanted to talk about, okay? okay? We can come back to it, but I'm not there yet. But For it's a lot of reasons, and I'm, I'm prepared to justify it. But here's what I want to talk about, because it's a much more pressing issue, mm-hmm. and it's something that anybody else who likes football can, okay. can identify, okay? So... Ezekiel Elliott touches the ball 25 times Zeke, in bro. this
0: football game, Zeke. 186 yards and two touchdowns. What What is bro, so... Bro, if he don't d- lose his feet on that play right before halftime, that's the greatest fucking run by a running back ever. That, that fucking... So that was per- perfection, that, so that he's So
1: he's fleet of foot, but he's also light on his feet. He's so a, little, a
0: little too late on that
1: play. But there, but yeah, but there's a difference though because like a Leonard Fournette, okay, even like a Kareem Hunt, these guys are capable of of being power backs and jumping over. guys. I'm not doing that, but
0: uh, but Fournette ain't pulling off a fucking or hurdle. Not like with that, his bro.
1: not with his hammy this season. But what Never. I'm trying to say, what I'm trying not to not like that. What I'm trying to say to you is, is that Ezekiel Elliott has this. He's almost lean big. He's well, he, not power back big. He, yeah, yeah, He's, okay, l- listen to me. seen t- him in a t-shirt. Yeah, I've seen him in half a t-shirt enough times, like every other <laughs> fan. He is not your power back big. He doesn't look like Christian Okoye. You okay, know what I'm saying? Did you he see the
0: 38-yard look... run in the, second, in the second half? Okay, his physical presence Hold on. is did you see yes, it? Yes, I did. Okay. they On the game cast, they showed the all-22 uh, reverse end zone angle. He should. As soon as I saw him hit the hole, I said touchdown, and then he angled to the sideline. Just to make contact. No, 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 no. He, he didn't have the breakaway speed to score. Oh, pardon me. Yeah, I
1: didn't interpret that. That, that okay. I okay. think I'd that the
0: knee that injury that popped up on the injury report in like week three or week four, and hasn't since is still very prevalent and is definitely, or he's just lost that burst that he, that he carried into his rookie season. I must've thought about uh, a different play. Think back to his rookie season Mm -hmm. where he split the safeties against Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. It was week six and it looked like they both should have made the tackle and somehow he went into disappear mode for a minute, made them run into each other and then took off 65 up the gut. Mm -hmm. It was the first play of the third quarter. Can you picture it? In my head yet. That play didn't make sense. Speed-wise, for his size. He's even bigger now, and he's not as fast. Same with those three touchdowns all his rookie season on the road in Pittsburgh. The 90-yard screen play, and then both touchdowns in the final three minutes, where he just hit the gap and gone up to the house. Should have been tackled by the safety, both times. Different kind of speed. That speed is now gone.
1: But physiologically speaking, he might just be a leaner human being a more slender human being and maybe he's putting on a lot of mass and maybe his body doesn't know okay how to re- like 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 i don't know the man physically i didn't watch him play a lot at ohio state i know he never uh, lost every single game okay well i know he never lost i know that he was one of the best third down backs because he can block he can catch the ball there's nothing that he can't do but i don't know enough all that i know is is if you feed zeke Dak Prescott had 36 passing attempts. He completed 26 of them. Bro,
0: until that second half like, performance by Dak, I was ready to lose my shit. Because he... Th- that game should have been 28-3 at halftime, never mind 13-3. Very easily, And yeah. And if you had a, a, a quite a few handfuls of quarterbacks other than Dak, it would have been. But the, um, it's the same things that I've been bitching about. The progressions, the not trusting guys, not not reading things before they're open. they got to be open and then stay open and then I'll hit you. Like he's like a like it's
1: it's it's frustrating to think about how much he can progress and take three or four steps forward, and it's and it's difficult to ascertain why he takes two or three steps back.
0: Well, I'm telling you right now that this weekend at one o'clock against the Falcons in Atlanta yeah. is gonna tell you me and everyone else a lot about Dak Prescott. This game means so much for this guy's career It means not just this season it means as much for both teams because his career took a startling turn at Atlanta last year when he got rocked by uh, Claiborne alone for six sacks I think he was sacked 11 times on the day six were from the same friggin player before you they subbed out
1: the the backup left tackle, you think it's one of those milestone games? Oh, like it, it's just a mindset. Year, it's like a mindset. Game. Last year, it was a negative milestone where he got beat up by one defensive end, and now and he's it's coming. In here all
0: today. any reporters asked him about this week.
1: Would you agree that it's equally as big for Atlanta for very for just different reasons?
0: Yes. This football game. In a
1: sense. In
0: what sense? They play in a division where all, all these teams and win. they're still delusional because they other than. Last week's performance against Cleveland and yeah. the other loss, where they only scored twelve points or something, Bradley. they've put up thirty five or whatever yeah. every week. Yeah, like they had a they had a, a game against New Orleans where they lost putting up thirty seven. But Atlanta didn't know what Bradley Chubb was all about on Sunday. It was I don't and it looked like, uh, and, it looked like a Georgia Vanderbilt game. It was crazy. I'm hoping that uh, I see more of the same this Sunday, but I, I I'm not a hundred percent confident in it because as, as confident as I am in my Cowboys defense, I'm not as confident in it against that Falcons offense.
1: Do you know how to bet for or against the Atlanta Falcons? Do you no. know how? I
0: I no. think it's because one I was of most all difficult I difficult lo- thing. I to lost a out. lot of cake last weekend because I had everything parlayed with the Falcons. It's really difficult under a to touchdown out what the spread the to cool. do. But okay, that's to do. That, and sure. then Baker wakes up feeling dangerous, fucking asshole. It's unbelievable to think about but
1: how did that offense become anemic though? Like what what had happened? Like like Denzel Ward had a great game. He, it, and what did. did I say
0: about loving watching the Browns because of that guy and that guy word. alone? He had a great game, but last time I checked, they have three serviceable receivers. Random point, just because we're talking I about checked. the Browns. Uh, Jarvis Landry scored in the last couple of weeks, or is he still just like a great guy to get you down to the one? <laughs> like I've been saying for two fucking years. <laughs> I don't even know why I have so much hostility towards Hold Jarvis Landry a second now.
1: The, all the guy does is catch footballs
0: and not score touchdowns.
1: Okay, so Julio Jones doesn't catch a touchdown for twenty games, and he, I was all he, over his back.
0: Hey, is he any less of Julio
1: Jones? No, it's, it's a different though because he has
0: like fifteen fucking catches for one hundred and eighty-three when he doesn't score a touchdown. When and, Jarvis Landry and was the, in and Miami, the, and the wide receiver three will have two touchdowns, and the tight end will have two touchdowns, the running back will have one. It doesn't hurt them. You're
1: making Jarvis Landry, Landry sound like he's like Danny Amendola in Dallas. Like, you're giving him no love. Like, when he was in Miami, I don't care if he caught short passes close he's to the joking. line of scrimmage. Like, it, do, it doesn't matter to
0: me. He's the number he's one a, guy in Cleveland, right? He's a good football player, yeah. Is he the number one guy in Cleveland?
1: He's supposed to be. That's yeah, they I don't like that number one guy Why? question Every anymore. team needs one, right? You and I are going to have our top 20 rankings. We're, we're going to drop it now. Top Is 20 there gonna rankings be any for quarterbacks, team? running backs, and wide right. receivers.
0: Is there going to be any team that has two wide receivers in the top 20? There's only one team I can think of. I think God, people are gonna have to tune in to find out. Ooh.
1: But what I think is Cliffhanger, really dun dun. what I think is really important is out of the twenty receivers that you and I both rank, however they line up, I wanna find out and point out who's a bona fide number one when on we, that list of twenty. When
0: we do that, I, I bet want us, it won't be very many. I want us to both make our own list separately and then of course. bring them here. Yeah. We're not making them together. And then say like Okay, who's your number twenty? And I'm like,
1: what the yeah, fuck? Well, I got that's, him eleven or whatever, should, right? That's the way it's got to okay, go. Okay, cool. It's gonna be, it's gonna be like shocking
0: and surprising, and then
1: you're gonna say a name. It's gonna be like, where do you have DeAndre Hopkins? And I'm gonna say number one, and you're gonna say, are you high? Four. And then more, yeah. We're <laughs> all right. Conversation number four.
0: Probably, I, probably. Are you fucking? All right. What? All right. No, 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 no. Listen. You, th-
1: there are three players.
0: A. B. Have- Obj. Julio. Very and I and you I wouldn't even and I would not put over DeAndre. I'll take bro, Julio and I'll take Julio and AB over Hopkins any day of the week.
1: One hundred percent. You would take Antonio Brown yes. over DeAndre yes. Hopkins, bro. Yes. You are absolutely out of your mind high. Like that is unbelievable. To, I am pretty high right to now. To think about the capabilities of a guy like DeAndre Hopkins versus the schematic. The schematic offensive system that Antonio oh, Brown gosh. finds himself in. DeAndre Hopkins has caught passes from Brandon you Whedon, Tom like, Savage.
0: I don't care. And somebody else... I from do no, care. I do care because that puts him into my top three. From somebody else from, my top no,
1: five. from nowhere State University. I don't
0: care, though. I agree with you, but I don't care. Oh,
1: my God. I, I can make Let's it, go yo, into week 11, will, then. We'll, That's stop, absurd. Stop. We
0: will, but in a second. Absurd. Stop. You made that sound like I fucking listed... Uh, chumps like yeah, yeah just yeah. absolute no, scabs. trash heaps like scabs. Gar- like I'm a yeah. fucking Bengals fan yeah. going Tyler Boyd yeah Shane Falco yeah okay so <laughs> settle down with that overreaction about a couple acronyms in a Julio you really take a- Antonio Brown over DeAndre Hopkins I'm Initials not rather tr- than acronyms trying trying I'm trying not to overreact I would uh, Julio's all day over over Hopkins just for target size alone the the catch radius is way more expandable with Julio than it is Who Hopkins. Who do you think wins a 40 yard dash? Uh, probably with or without the ball. Before. Julio after the catch. bro. Julio after the catch. Bro. That guy's a thoroughbred.
1: You're throwing a go route from the
0: 50 yard line. You're throwing Hopkins. a nine. Hoppers. Okay. So there's a. So the right NFL there. is just about nine routes? Bro, you know that's not what I mean. Because if the NFL is just about nine routes, then Tyreek Hill is the best receiver in the Man,
1: league. Man, you know that's not what I mean. All that I'm trying to tell you is that that is one element that you would have to chalk
0: up to him. And I'm just, I mean, that's how I would go down my list. The league was just about nine routes. Then as Jerry Jones calls him, Tavion Austin. And I want to highlight that, Tavion. That's what he calls him (laughs) on the fucking radio when he updates his injury status. Tavion Austin would be the best receiver in the league if it was just about nine routes. Jerry Jones, all right, listen, that former Razorback, he would have. Don't call him a former Razorback. He held helmets and poured water. 50 years ago. And fucking was friends with Jimmy, so they're like, okay, you
1: can make the team, Jerry. 50 years ago. Well, you're a pretty good businessman, eh? How much money you got? Yeah. Oh,
0: actually, okay, not to go on a tangent, but he recently told us. Okay, he recently told a story that made me fucking just howl and appreciate him even more. So when you're a college student, you get X amount of tickets per home game for family and friends. Okay. He would sell his. And other teammates of his found out about <laughs> it, and rather than ratting him out, he sweet talked them into getting their tickets to sell and giving them a percentage. Not the full Not value. Not the full value. That's Jerry Jones for you. Kids, kids move, listening, that's how you own an NFL team. Absolutely. And get into the Hall of Fame as a contributor. Uh moving on to our week 11 picks. And we already uh, watched the Thursday-nighter, so we can just do a brief little recap of that if you want, and then we'll get into our breakdown picks, what we're thinking for the games tomorrow on Sunday. Was Thursday night Green Bay season? Uh, It probably probably is not only that, but it's probably uh, the end of Mike McCarthy in Green Bay. It won't be in season, I don't think. Ooh, hashtag hot take. Well... Is it? it? I think it bro, is. Bro, that, deci- that decision to punt on fourth and two when Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback, like, come on, get the fuck out of there. Holy smokes,
1: eh? And he's been calling plays for about five or six years now.
0: And I didn't, I actually, McCarthy. I don't know how I did, but I missed the play in which I've seen nothing but uh, questioning why he didn't challenge. I think it was on a Tyler Lockett completion.
1: Oh yes, yes, now, yes. Now is that the
0: one where like he ran with it for a bit it and was, then it went out of bounds? It was pinned to his leg or
1: whatever. It was strange whether he had gained possession. Yes, yeah, yes, that's yes. a garbage call. Yes. That was not a catch. Um, I you, see. I thought that one was overturned. I thought there was another call later in the game where he should have challenged it. It it's just interesting to note that the play calling is is it indicative. Of the players that he has out there? Maybe he doesn't have the
0: same assets that he well, once did? But, okay, and now to I've been dying to say this to you. Okay. It's amazing what happened to their offense. Like, they lost the game. but Damn, did they ever look a lot better fucking giving Jones the ball. And you were standing on the table basically saying, no, you've got Aaron freaking Rogers. You don't have to change your offense for this guy. It, bro, they've changed their offense for 33. Jones is a difference maker. And if they had a lick of... Um, Situational play calling Or Any sort of a, a defense Like they're Front four is alright But Aaron, Aaron Jones
1: touched the ball 16 times I don't Not mind. enough I don't mind what he did So he had 103 yards How many Trenton? catches did he have though? So he had
0: 66 receiving yards On one drive Five and That's terrible He had three for 66 On one drive alone So What I'm trying to say is, is I think that got them the lead 17-14 But if Aaron Rodgers is developing A
1: mojo with Rookies Valdez Scantling and Equanimee St Brown. Why don't you foster that? Well, like, why do you go away from what you know? For the same reason that you think they should have went for it on fourth and two, and I couldn't agree more with you. Is the same reason that you don't feed Aaron Jones the ball and you let Aaron Rodgers go to work.
0: Okay, okay Aaron Rodgers can go to work pre snap, yeah, and put his running back in the yeah. best position to burn the defense because everyone in their mom, pardon me, thinks that it's going to be him that does it. Yeah, it could just be. Set up three receiver stack on the left side. Make it look like you're gonna do a, a, a screen there, and have him go out to the right side iso and let him make a play. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers needs to be accurate for four yards. Cool, he's gonna have eighty eight percent completion rate. I
1: just think that this offseason Jacksonville should trade Blake Bortles and two twos for Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay Packers, but um, that what, would never. Happen. What uh, what what I like to think. And what will happen are two different things. Uh, Russell Wilson, again, protects the ball. Again, you
0: can't fucking... Protects the ball. And that's the problem. Plays great football. That's the problem I have with Mike McCarthy deciding to punt at fourth and two. Because you know Russell Wilson is going to protect the football, control it, and keep the position. But also, they're not going to... like Pete Carroll's not going to give the ball back either. He's going to do everything in his play-calling ability to get a first down. Couldn't agree more. And that's exactly what happened. They never... like. Chris Carson's had a good game. Started in... My flex, j- uh, well, and I was very worried about that when he fumbled the first play of the game.
1: But he cost me two points, and if I, I minus, lose this I, week, I'm not in the play yeah, playoffs. He a three yard carry, playoffs. and then a minus
0: point. A uh, yeah, a minus point one seven start for my team. I'm like, awful.
1: He finished strong, but hey, it's not how you you, you start, right? I'm it's on a six ke- I'm on a six week
0: so. win streak, moving into first place in both my leagues. My gosh,
1: um, the the feeling that Jacksonville has playing Pittsburgh uh, this time around that they had last year is uh, significantly different. Yeah. It's um I don't like their chances on Sunday. That much I know
0: is true. Sorry, I didn't hear who you said. I agreed in not even knowing the not even the, knowing the if opponents. I, yeah,
1: if I had a nickel for how many times? Oh Jacksonville, man. That Jacksonville was a good
0: one. Jacksonville plays Pittsburgh. Jacks oh sorry, we're talking about okay, we're talking we're going right into that. Okay. I'm it's, taking I'm taking Pittsburgh. Well, they just put up 52 points against right. one of the hottest teams in the NFC I'm taking Pittsburgh <laughs> um, I'm, I don't even know what the spread is yet does it uh, matter but I'm taking them to cover it does it matter Um, it does not matter I that mean, it's in is it in Jacksonville it is in Jacksonville so, so it does not matter no I, 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 and I mean Jacksonville is winless since week the, 5 like, the only
1: thing they're one of the coldest teams in football right now but they're reeling you they're, did like they were 2 yeah. and 0 oh, looking like But we were 3 like we were 3 and 1 when it was still nice outside. Okay. Now it's just like we're playing for 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 the first weekend in May. I rubbed
0: my hands on this heater. You know? Like it's just now it's just it's you're in disarray as a Giants fan. You don't know what to hope for. Like do you want a top 5 pick instead? No, I don't think I'm there yet. So you're because
1: that would be so demoralizing for a, for a football team that has such high hopes. You should be demoralized really, by the fucking tweets of your star. He's leaving, bro. Well, he also said that he wants to play in one place his entire career. And and <sighs> quote to quote him, he said that he was only he was saying that. Idol he, is Deion Sanders, bro. Quote, He's playing for six teams. To quote him, he said that he was <laughs> only saying that for the fake fans. Quote Oof. unquote. But whatever that means, I have no idea. All that I do know is. When you talk a lot, you put too much pressure on yourself and your
0: teammates. And then when things don't go well, you better keep talking.
1: But here's the thing: the though. silence
0: speaks way more than that bullshit he was talking. I know,
1: I I I know you well enough. You will agree with me. Dion Sanders could say whatever he wanted when he played because he was so much better than everybody else, with the exception
0: of Jerry Rice. Yeah, and and Dion would never admit that. The, that uh, Jerry Rice was that much better than him. Or, or Michael Irvin for that matter. But okay, those were the two. You could, those you were the could two. throw him in there. Absolutely. All, those that, were the two. all
1: that I'm saying is is that a guy like Deion Sanders, when he played, relatively speaking, was so much better than what's only your, a few other guys. What's
0: your point? Ramsey
1: ain't there? My point is, is that Ramsey, relative to how good Deion Sanders is, mm-hmm. ain't that good, relatively speaking. He is one of the best corners. He's top three in football. He's extremely talented. Mm-hmm. Relative to Neon Deion. Okay, well, that's, I mean, but when are we, we can, talk about are we comparing how much talk? every running back to no, Jim Brown, or hold on or? a second, now they're both Florida State guys. No, okay. Decision. We've been drawing parallels. You keep drawing oh, parallels, right? But you and can't
0: do you can't do that though.
1: What I'm trying to get at is they were both vocal guys who verbalized their thoughts. The difference was was that Deion Sanders could he never stop talking, but he could say whatever he wanted though, because he could do whatever he wanted. But even on when the he wasn't,
0: field. but even when he wasn't winning, he was still like just non-stop yeah. but even when he was in
1: atlanta though he could talk so much because if he didn't cover you he would just catch it's
0: like mike with the wizards the the motor mouth never stopped <laughs> He's averaged- still the same guy that punched steve kerr in the face in practice
1: he averaged 20 points in his last season with washington we're getting a little as a, wild with as these par- basketball as parallels the last owner. couple of weeks as a part as an, owner
0: you're gonna have to start calling this talking hoops I don't know how you feel about LeBron in L.A., but he's playing pretty well. Um, what do you think about... Fourth quarter free throw percentage is atrocious. Even, yeah, he he's, even he said he's trash. But he's not playing. He's not shooting free throws well, and it doesn't matter. What matters trash. is that they win. Trash. What do you think Never, trash. Never seeing a finals in a Lakers uniform. <gasps> This is a, this is an that's NFL talking freakin' podcast. That's the thirty six <sighs> minute marker or so of this podcast. Write it down. Remember it. Gasp. LeBron James never makes it to a finals in a Lakers uniform. You well, heard it here. First. You're saying maybe that maybe because
1: not. you assume that he will not be able to beat Golden State in the Western Conference Finals. That's that's the assumption. But any road, we are digressing incredibly. Let's talk about... There's three gigantic games. There's more than that. Okay, no, but there's three games that are gigantic, in my opinion. Okay. Eagles, Saints,
0: Vikings, Bears, and Chiefs, Rams. The Saints might win by more than they did last week, when I thought terribly that Cincinnati might keep it a little entertaining. Not so much, eh? Not so much, and it could be worse this week. Two teams put up 50 burgers last week. Last week, yeah. Um, It's... (laughs) If someone would have told me that the uh, the NFL offenses and the scoring rates would be the way they are this season and in and, and then in the same breath told me that the Eagles would only score tw- uh 24 points once this season and and that would, and, and and that would be in... and that would be their highest total of the season? Not friggin' logical with all the, the other NFL. scoring that's going on in the league yeah. and that's what they're doing? Not, I wouldn't have believed you. It's not fucking logical, bro. But now with how banged up they are in the secondary, they make Atlanta look healthy. <laughs> Yo, a, a an undrafted free agent rookie yeah. corner was guarding Amari Cooper in the second half last week. That's why everyone else was all of a sudden wide open.
1: I feel like we have to discuss Amari
0: Cooper. Or uh, he's changed that offense. I got You know what? I got to feel like we, we have. I, I say that I'll wear the egg. So let me wear the egg for yeah. a minute. Amari Cooper is a. You want to talk about technician route runners and Adam Thielen? Didn't I Amari say that? Amari Cooper is a technician of a route runner. Didn't I say that coming coming out of Bama Interesting and quote Oakland. I heard this week from a guy that I've been very high on since the draft and Michael Gallup, who yeah. hasn't had the amount of opportunities and balls thrown this season that I'd like. Um, but he said, watching, I can't remember what route it was, but watching Amari Cooper run a particular route, mm-hmm. Michael Gallup said he was standing there, with his, like, with his helmet in his hand, asking Cole Beasley, yo, man, why can't I run a route like that? And he is a very good rookie route runner. What was your
1: greatest criticism about Amari Cooper? We kept talking about drops.
0: Drops so, I mean, was the big thing. When he gets
1: to his spot, he gets to his spot. See, crisp. and
0: I always saw, maybe, and again, it, this could sound stupid, but something about the Cowboys uniform, when they make a good play, it looks better. Yeah. Something about that helmet put yeah. that star on the silver helmet and you make a play and it just it just looks different to me maybe it's just my eyes yeah but he looked plain in Oakland did he look
1: plain because when he dropped the football they didn't keep going to him maybe and it might have plagued with his psyche like they don't believe in me or did they just want to run the football? And have that kind of offense where they can blow the top off of a team when they want.
0: You know, it's funny. I just thought about this. And it it makes me think, did Michael Crabtree just have an out of control, out of his mind year in the midst of Amari's struggles where he then turned into the red zone guy? And then in that particular time, because of Crabtree's confidence and maybe Amari's lack thereof. He just looked like that much better of an option of at a receiver. That's what
1: we see, but we don't know what happens in the locker room. Like we don't know if Derek Carr. I'm not or talking Michael about Crabtree the locker room like, at all.
0: I'm, I'm not talking about Carr liking Crabtree more at all. I'm just I'm literally saying, did like me seeing Crabtree look like a better receiver as the number two over the number one? Did it change your just, perception? Yeah. Yes, and that's what happened I and I think that's question. actually what happened. So you became
1: a victim of your own negative perception, and you don't even know why you perceive. I became as such. a
0: yeah. I, I became yeah. a victim of, of what Crabtree did, and it wasn't even more. It, it wasn't a negative reflection. It was on like Cooper. I only saw the Cooper drops. Yes, 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 yes. Because it was like I, it was all I was looking for. Yes, 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 yes. Now okay. when I see a couple routes that he runs with the separation yeah. and and the time like the timing of the pass isn't even good, and he's still so open that the ball can still get to him, and then he like what he's doing after the catch like and. He's not doing anything crazy by any means. He should have had two touchdowns last game. Dak missed him twice, where he just burned. He, he tore Buddy's ACL on the, on the one play. On the comeback and then turned back upfield. That's where uh is it Darby? Darby tore his ACL. Darby, yeah, he tore his ACL yeah. on that play. Yeah. Amari Cooper tore his ACL. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna say that anybody's breaking anybody And then else's and anxious, what happened? But... Dak and his all of a sudden George Costanza-sized hands drops the ball for, like, the sixth time this season and miraculously just bounces right back up to him like he's got it on a yo-yo string. would have... And all he can do is throw it out of bounds. But, and Amari's just, like, running down the field with one hand open. It would have served him a hell of a lot better if he could have been, like... They're two. going to connect at least once for a deep shot this week. I don't know if it'll be for six, but Amari Cooper will catch a deep ball over the top this week. Mark my words, in Atlanta. It is happening.
1: It'll help, you know, if he's got, uh, just like Jerry's girlfriend. He had man hands. But what I like about the Cowboys and Falcons matchup is that it's a must-win for both teams, and there's nobody that can argue. Different. It's a
0: disillusional mis- uh, no, must-win no, for Atlanta. No,
1: no. It's a must-win for both teams, especially for Atlanta. Do you Why think that not? Atlanta, going, you told me they're not going anywhere. But do you think that? <clears throat> excuse me. That if they go to four and six, they have any shot of doing anything? No, but if they, they go to five and to five, five, they don't have a shot of doing anything. If they go to five and five and they win four out of the next five games, if they're gonna do that with that defense. I'm not saying. I that. know they are getting Deion Jones though. Back. I'm not saying I don't like that. he's coming in off D I R IR, yeah, because he like got that. hurt early. What I am saying to you is, is that <clears throat> they can be sneaky, and that offense can propel them to spoil a lot of team seasons, and maybe even secure their spot. In That's a, what in I think. Th- th- I
0: think like three or four weeks ago, I put that tag on them. I said they're Spoiler. gonna have a tough little middle of the season, yeah. and then they're gonna be that team that ruins a couple playoff bids late. They might even sneak in it if they before the so. next five. There's I, too many other good teams. What What other game? Because Chicago might. If they don't win that division, they'll. If they don't, if Chicago doesn't win the division, they're a wild card team. Um,
1: so schedule so easy too. I want to pivot. The Monday Nighter got moved from Mexico City back to LA, so now it's in effect. A yeah, at the Coliseum, Rams home it's game. The Coliseum. I'm yeah, so right. it's in effect a Rams
0: home game now. Y- yeah, but I mean, are there Rams fans in LA? When
1: you look at some of I'm, the attendance, like, when I mean, you look at some of the it be a blanket statement, but just, when you look at some of the attendance issues that they have, I think I'm looking at a game between the BC Lions and <laughs> like like it, 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 it it's crazy to me. But what I will say is this is the best game of the week, and it's not even close.
0: Yeah, it is. Let's save it for last. Okay, uh,
1: Bears and Vikings
0: is also one that That's I want to talk a about. The Sunday, Sunday nighter. Yeah. That's going to be a good game. That Minnesota, is Minnesota coming off the bye. They are five, three, and one coming in off the end. So and. They are a defense that loves to blitz. Oh, they're gonna come after. Have you Trubisky seen yet? Mitchell Trubisky's numbers against the blitz? It's not very good. He's twenty sixth in the league. Yeah, but do you know that he likes to run and leave the pocket? He does. So he yeah, I saw. What was that stat? Forty one carries, two hundred and sixty. Or sorry. Forty one carries, three hundred and forty yards rushing. Yes, and I, I don't even know how many touchdowns, but it's got to be four or five
1: because he's I don't been know my we'll fan. he's been my he's been my, my fantasy starter since week five. So well, what'd you get forty five points out of him last week? Thirty two point five. But I'm riding or dying with him. Well, you got five touchdowns, th- 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 three or something, but he also threw for a pick. Um, okay, th- it's I don't. It's I,
0: I- I, I'm picking Minnesota right now. Okay, I'm picking Chicago because I've Beautiful. been. On I'm gonna the expand whole time. my yeah, lead to like nineteen people, on that pick alone, as if it matters, because the Bears are resurgent. That shit's over. Yeah. The
1: Bears' resurgence is going
0: to be quite interesting. Who have the Bears beat this season that is like has a winning record? Look, it's not who they. I'm, I'm asking, have they? See, see how
1: defensive you got. Listen to me. It's funny that there's listen, a Jaguar logo on that. Listen too. to me very carefully, okay? The way they performed against New England. Listen to me very carefully. He says the way they performed against New it down, England. down, son. The way they performed against New England gives me pause and concern that they can score points when they need to, but they also need to finish.
0: How po- about okay? Didn't finish
1: at, at Soldier Field. But okay. you just asked me who they played. I just, oh, hold on a second. That was the answer to the question.
0: But you, but you took it to New England. And New England has gotten embarrassed on the road three times this season. Or at least twice this season. And what did they do in Chicago? They scored 38 points against what's supposed to be this powerhouse defense. And that's the, and that's the game that New England performs on the road? But they get their asses kicked against Tennessee and Detroit?
1: I don't, I don't dispute that, but you asked me who have they played, and I told you. Who's got the
0: best quarterback out of those three? Stafford, Mariota, or or Mitch? Who's the worst quarterback of those three? This year, Matt Stafford.
1: You would take Marcus Mariota, eh? You know, I don't, what? I don't know how to the answer that guy. Honestly. <laughs> no, no. Like the haterade that you <laughs> chug I with Mitchell Trubisky is unheard of. It's I
0: can't answer it.
1: It's unbelievable I, to me how you can watch the Chicago I Bears did. play. Listeners, did, did you, you hear
0: me say Trubisky? Did you hear me say biscuit? Oh my Was Biscuit my answer? God. I wish that we had fucking. Can you sit on the fence? Can you here? sit on the fence anymore? Like he there's enough playmakers around. He's a bad quarterback. He may not be the worst of those three, but he is a. If there's ever been a system quarterback, like yeah, the Bears, it. like yeah, the
1: Bears have a 19th ranked offense, and no, they're not going to blow the barn doors off of anybody. But what I'm trying to say to you is,
0: you think they they're beating Minnesota? Eh? How are they yeah. win? Okay, tell me. Like, what's the what's the? Uh, okay. I'm Matt Nagy. Can, can I, we play? Can, a game? I, can we play, can I, a, game? Can we play should, a game? Should I? What, what,
1: what is this? Hold song? on. Hold on song? No, 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 Let's play a game. Let's <laughs> play a game. <laughs> Do you want to play a game?
0: Let's play a game. What does the win lost? column tell us about this matchup no no no. what does the in general in any sport what does the win loss column tell the the
1: the viewer how far teams are away from 500 Uh,
0: how (laughs) many how many it's numbers it tells you how many yeah it's that right what doesn't it do doesn't tell you how perfect yeah don't tell me how tell me how many For the Minnesota-Chicago game. Tell me the final score. Oh, Don't expunge. Don't tell me how how it happens. Just tell me how many. Okay. 31-24. 31 points against that Minnesota defense. Yeah. Okay. We're doing a deep dive on this game next week. Okay. Okay. Do you mean to tell me
1: that Minnesota isn't the same team that just showed up in Buffalo and just forgot how to play football? They didn't play in Buffalo.
0: That game was in Minnesota. Even worse. Excuse me. Doesn't matter. Excuse me. That just proves my point. Doesn't matter.
1: What I will say is, is Kirk Cousins will come out and sling it like he
0: always does, okay? But I just... They got to just... play Green Bay next week, too. Minnesota does. Yeah. So, it's it's the weird part of their schedule. This is... And a lot... Of, I'm not going to... Again, like the ninth time I'm saying this. I'm not going to stand on the table and, and say either... I'm picking Minnesota, but I'm not going to say it's a guarantee and this is why. It's just I believe that that particular matchup, that defense against that quarterback, right now, in this season, with that team coming off a bye, I can't bet against it. I can't pick against it. I don't have any particular matchup other than that third-down Minnesota defense that's probably going to be heavily dialed up to blitz. So if it's third and six,
1: okay, and I'm Mitchell (laughs) Trubisky... I have to assume there's seven or eight guys coming to kill me every single time, right? See, do you mean hold on? Do you mean to tell me that the Chicago offense isn't multifaceted
0: enough with two guys coming to the backfield? That's where Chicago and capable receivers okay. that can win. That's what okay viewers or listeners when you're watching that game Sunday night, if Chicago is successful in moving the pocket for uh, for Trubisky yeah. on a consistent basis, yeah. whether it's third down or not, yeah. then they then they have a much better chance than I'm giving them to win. When you call bootlegs, not just to add a, a wrinkle, but
1: to move the launching pad and the launching location for your quarterback, it makes
0: you harder to defend. Robinson being back makes that offense a little bit harder to handle. A little bit. Uh, is you know what? Bringing it back is he a top ten guy? Is he top ten? No. Is he in my top twenty? They're gonna Pro- probably will have to tune in. Pick, yeah. but he's not a top ten guy. No, okay. He's not a top. 10 I guy. don't think he is either. I don't think he's top ten. But I heard it the other day, and it, it made me remember it to ask you. That's no. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I like, I like Chicago for a lot of reasons that you don't. Okay. I want to shift it to another game where I can't necessarily – don't move your phone. <laughs> I want to I pick a game where it's – oh, your finger's on it. That's the one. It, this game to me could be very similar to the, the game we just finished talking about. The Colts and Tennessee. I don't know which team is showing up. I don't. And you're looking at it like, fuck both of these teams. I, I hate don't them. care. They hope both stank. I hope they tie zero to They both stink. I hate them.
1: <laughs> um, I like the Colts in this game. I like, I, do t- I like Andrew Luck figuring out that defense. And to
0: me, I think it's crazy to like the Colts in this game. No, it's not. Because it's of not. who? To buddy. Tennessee looks like they all got pumped with the, the Charles Barkley, Hakeem Olajuwon juice, and Monstars. You guys have had this before. They're different people all along. They're different people, bro. Like there are different teams since that bye week and it's all but, but Malcolm Butler
1: this year has been like Bill. He's been like Bill Murray. Whoa, whoa, Bill Murray. whoa, 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 whoa. I don't play defense. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, oh, that was now, a very perfect space jam reference, bro.
1: What I like oh, about fuck. what I like about the Colts' chances on Sunday is the fact that there is so much they can do to move the football. If they want to play Marlon Mack, if they want to have Hines come out of the, the, the backfield, who's this Jordan Wilkins k- kid? This Jordan Wilkins rookie looks good, and Andrew Luck can find anybody he wants to throw the football
0: to, whether it's Hilton. Time Eberon. out. Time, oh, Andrew Luck can. Andrew Luck can, yeah. Andrew, okay. Yeah. It, I'm so one-track-minded on, I think Corey Davis is the, is the skeleton key to this game. If he performs like he did last week, or even better, then they win. Is he draft bust? Pro- too, too soon. It's probably too soon to say it. He's five. But at the same he's time, five, right? <clears throat> yeah, it's he's five. But at the same time, you could probably say yeah, because I think he's had two good games this year, and there's. I'm not th- saying he I'm just throwing it out there. If there's any Tennessee
1: Titan fans listening, tune in. Have have, have a conversation piece with us. If think Corey Davis is worth. The yeah. fifth overall pick? I, I mean, I that's off the top so. of my head, but I... Anyway. Um, yeah.
0: But th- this game is going to be unique because... Well, let's ask it. Let's just... Because I don't right. have a, a a great breakdown for this game, but I am I got questions like, do the Titans get a sack? Oh,
1: that's a really good question because we've been lauding that offensive line, have we not? We've, we've been talking about how they make a perfect colt pocket. Yeah. But if you want to put the over-under at two, I'm taking the under for okay. sex. So don't ask me. If you ask me two, I'll take See, the See, and under. it's
0: crazy because I've been thinking Colts just as like a, it's prob they're probably a home dog. So, yeah, it's, it is weird. I'm probably, I'm going to go Colts. Colts defense concerns me, but though. But those games are always weird. They are always weird. You never Titan- know. Wh- Titans Colts are always a weird game.
1: And it's it's like uh, it's like one of those box of chocolates games. You know what I'm saying? You just sit there with Forrest Gump on the side, saying that you never know what you're gonna get.
0: That is true. You never know. You never. You don't. Know, don't you? ever do a Forrest Gump impersonation on this
1: podcast ever again. Though. <laughs> do you think it's like gonna be like a thirteen to nine game, or do you think it's gonna be like a it, thirty-one to
0: twenty-eight? It's it's one of those. It's not gonna be twenty-one yeah. seventeen. I'll tell you that much right now. Yeah. It's going to be a gross field goal game, or it's going to be a barn burner. I'm going Colts, though. I'm definitely going Colts. Yeah, me too. Do you have another pressing game you want to break down before, before?
1: Before that one? No, but we I do want to give a couple of minutes to Houston and Washington. Oh, come on, Houston. Come on,
0: Deshaun Watson. Look good
1: after the bye. Keep Just a rolling. couple of minutes. Um Houston beats Washington and I'm not saying that it's an opponent that is like defining their season I'm not saying that I like where your head's at I'm not saying that what I am saying is that if 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 Houston wins what is that seven in a row
0: yeah it will be so I had time for their bye
1: oh that's a really fair question
0: if they probably would have loved it week four
1: Depending on, how that lo- depending, depending on how that locker room is. That's but, true. Well, um, it's, it's,
0: it's it's intact and it's feeling pretty good. They've reeled off six in a row after starting 0-3. Bad time and for... And I tried to fire their coach on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, on this podcast.
1: Here's what I'll say. In the NFL, it's never a bad time for a bye after week five. Because you can't have one of those early byes and have it be, oh, this is perfect, our team needs this. No, you assume that people are going to be healthy going into October, for crying out loud. What I am saying is, is that any buy is a good buy after week five because everybody needs rest. Everybody needs time to go and see the. You family are right. The week three, week four buy is terrible. It's absurd. It's, a terrible it's buy. absurd. If I didn't love football so much, I would say it's absurd. as a Thursday night game for what it does to football players' bodies. But I love my football on, on Thursday nights. But the NFLPA is going to look at they've that. Done with the like, CBA. They've done better.
0: They've done better with it. The with matchups them, have been match-ups, better. Matchups,
1: yeah. But the, the CBA, the collective bargaining agreement, when the NFLPA meets with the NFL owners, they're going to have a conversation about Thursday night games. Because 100%. Players, are, players do not appreciate it. I'm sure they, that the... the shortest turnaround in... in it's incredible. It's injuries waiting to happen, is what it is. And I mean, there's all this conversation about soft tissue. I don't care, soft tissue, hard tissue, bone. You're playing a violent sport. What, what, what is it? Eighty six hours later or something? Like yeah, that? it's, it's not. It's not like, right. It's, no, it's too um, long. Not much else to say about that football game other than if Houston wins, the AFC South is going to be hard for them to lose. So that's that's is Carolina, a
0: an angry team, going to just absolutely pound the Lions this week. If Carolina
1: loses, I'm an idiot because of everything that I've said about them. Carolina goes in and smashes Detroit.
0: They should. They, I mean, Detroit, they, it they're now Detroit's run defense has been a little bit better since trading for snacks. It doesn't matter though. But I mean, that's it's still not a yeah. good run defense by like, any means. Harrison is and, a good de- is a good defensive tackle and he does stop the but run. But that's what it. Carolina is. Cam and McCaffrey. Like they're a run team. Yeah, but and then, you can move McCaffrey out to outside of the hash marks. And and, and why is and out. why are they able to do that? Because he's successful in the backfield as well. Yeah. Right between the tackles, yeah, exactly. Where yeah. last last year he was kind of a one trick pony as only a motion running back. he yeah. wasn't good. at He also the he, he bulked up so much but in last season. Though, though, he
1: also had this weird hop jump step where he thought he was Le'Veon. Everyone out,
0: wanted to be Le'Veon.
1: But he wasn't no, no patient motion. enough, and now he sees a hole and did you like see speed
0: through speed through the hole, not speed to the hole. Did you see the Steelers players raid? Le'Veon Bell's they locker just, live buddy, on Instagram. Buddy, they ransacked it like a Viking raid. But that was hilarious.
1: Holy, they're taking his shit. I've never shit. seen a,
0: I've never heard or seen of a, Yo, of man, a what locker is this Versace? room.
1: Versace, like, they're just taking stuff. Take the just... Jordan
0: cleats. Buddy said he's a, was it Bud Dupree says he's going to wear the Jordan? He's like, I'm going to try these out. Ooh, these are comfortable. I'm going to wear them this week. Just get his That's shit hilarious. just gets jacked. I love it. Um,
1: it. Is, is he the next Terrell Owens? As far as, as far as, a Locker room guy so that you much don't talent, know talent, but like a locker room guy that has the Forrest Gump, maybe, you just don't we'll know what to you're see, gonna we'll get. We'll
0: have to see what happens with his next three teams. If no. he's Terrell Owens, I don't want to say anyone's Terrell. Owens. You're right,
1: you're right, because Terrell Owens is one of the greatest. And I hate comparisons because I'm
0: bad at them, so
1: he probably is because I don't think so. When <laughs> I see what you did there, all that I'm saying is, is after seeing publicly. Your ex teammate, ex teammates, because he's not going back there. Raid your locker. Yeah, you're. Yeah. The well, next apparently, Big one Ben sent. In,
0: Big Ben sent a text Tuesday before four p.m. No reply. Him. Ignored him. So either way, that's enough of that. Um, do we want to break down Atlanta-Dallas quick? Um, yeah, we also can't forget that Baltimore plays uh, Cincinnati. Yeah,
1: but I think. Well, is Lamar Jackson starting or is RG three starting? Because Flacco. Flacco is questionable if well, he hasn't Argy. practiced all be, week.
0: It won't be RG3. You think they'll start Jackson over RG3? I forgot about that. Yeah. I was just kind of going to do an auto Ravens pick. But yeah. the Bengals should be just as angry as Carolina is. And then they're playing a divisional opponent. So that's a leg up that Carolina doesn't have over Detroit. Baltimore's finicky. Unfamiliar opponent. Baltimore's finicky, man. It's Who do you like in the game? But you know what? The Bengals? I mean, AJ Green's not playing. And their defense is fucking terrible. If if Lamar Jackson could ever pick a defense to play against in his first start, if he gets a start, it's this defense. They've given up five hundred yards three weeks in a row. They've been patchy at best the last. And who did they just bring football. in? Cincinnati. Yeah, I
1: don't
0: know. <laughs> Hugh Jackson. Pardon me
1: as a consultant. Yes, I read hold that. on. Yeah, let me get my jo- it, hold it on. Let me get my, hold
0: on. Let me get my joke off. Okay. No one was more happier when that happened, when that when that title was announced than Dwight Schrute. Because no one before him or since him has been the assistant to the head coach, not just assistant regional manager. You're assistant He's to a, the, the regional. He's the assistant to the. Huey headlines, as Mike Lombardi so perfectly calls him, is going to do absolutely nothing positive for the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh my gosh! I can just imagine. I did read that. Yeah, what's happening? role too. Eh? Like. Marvin Lewis is just bringing him in there as a soundboard to be a yes man, the way I see it. Like, yeah, he does have history with
1: the team, but I don't think that the history is relevant enough to bring the guy in. But, I don't um, think he's done
0: anything relevant in the last three years in the league to get brought into another organization. I thought he had a better chance of being a new host on First Take or on, what what's his name, show there on FS1 than, to be, oh, back, than yeah. to be back in the league coaching. yeah.
1: I, yeah, after he came out and had those, those commentary about how it was all about Baker. And well, even how that. It was, I, yeah, I, I thought that was, like, full disclosure. I thought that was a little bit
0: interesting. I just talked myself into picking the Ravens this weekend. Not even knowing who their starting quarterback is, I'm taking the Ravens this weekend. See, that's interesting, though, because I don't know how Lamar Jackson is, is going. Like, he's played a few
1: series. Like, how do we know and, and when defenses start looking at the Microsoft Surface Pad and they start seeing his tendencies and what he's doing? And has he had any favors game? done for him this season? At all? In my opinion, no. No. In my opinion, no. No. They've... The offense has used him... They've dicked around. Yeah, they've used him like a Swiss Army knife, like a Christian McCaffrey at quarterback, but we don't know if we want to commit to you kind of thing.
0: They've used him as a Swiss Army knife to screw in light bulbs. Like, just... Oh, I like that. Makes no sense. Yeah, how they're using him, yeah. With that said that's how little faith I have in this Bengals team that started off 4-1. and one, And yeah, I was penciling in as the third playoff team from the NFC or AFC well, North. Well, their defense started out unreal. It we were d- talking about Carlos Domingo Wadkins. It's we funny. I was actually ago. talking about their defense. Look, it, And it, I think it happened when they beat the Ravens very convincingly early in the season. Hmm. Um, because we didn't quite know how bad the Bills were or how good their defense was, and the Ravens scored whatever it was, 50 points on them week one. So Mm -hmm. it was a different picture of the NFL at that time, especially between Baltimore and Cincinnati. So I'm taking the flip now, and I'm taking Baltimore's defense to get back on track against uh, that – that wide receiver core that just doesn't really threaten anything now that AJ Green's out. Tyler Boyd's a great number two when AJ Green's getting doubled, but yeah. now when he's the number one, I don't trust him. John Ross now. has done nothing. You yeah. want to talk about busts in the first round? When he was what I'll, eight? I'll call him a, I believe nine. Yeah, but I'll I'll call him a bust. Yeah, like they're trying to convert him to corner last year before wanna, he played a snap. But you want to talk about somebody that you drafted to run the nine route? There's we were talking about that. That's right? yeah. He'd probably be better than Tavion. Oh, <laughs> I just love that he doesn't know his name's Tavon, and especially with that thick Texas accent and his hint of dimension in his speech. So, I wonder. <laughs> I don't even want to go near that. I wonder what Jerry
1: Jones and Arthur Blank like if they have a conversation this week. Well, well, Arthur, we're we're you know the two richest in the league, be right?
0: Game. There's about. nobody else with with their money. Yeah. There's no wider this is another stupid useless thing that I know, but there's no wider range in in vendor prices than the Falcons and the Cowboys. The Cowboys are the most expensive in the league and the Falcons are most affordable. That's right. Didn't they just build they, Mercedes-Benz like a Mercedes-Benz and then made everything on the the like a hot dog's a dollar, yeah, a pop's exactly. a dollar, water's a dollar. Yeah, and they nachos dollars 250.
1: But it's smart cuz you sell out every game.
0: 100%. But the Dallas Cowboys sort the know, Cowboys and well, yeah. they charge But the Dallas Cowboys beer. are
1: like the Toronto Maple Leafs. It really doesn't matter what it's they corporate. do. People are, are just going to be in the seats. Right. Um, so Dallas and Atlanta. Let me just give you some st- statistics. So Atlanta has the eighth ranked offense. Dallas has the 29th ranked offense. Okay. Yeah, but it's it's changed. So so, so. changed. A little. Dallas bit. has the sixth ranked defense. Yes, they do.
0: Fourth ranked scoring defense against
1: the twenty seventh ranked defense. Yes. So you have a very very good Atlanta offense and a very good Dallas defense. Should right. make for a decent game. What stat is more telling? The fact that Dallas's offense is ranked 29th or the fact that Atlanta's
0: defense is ranked 27th? You know what's crazy? What? Neither one. Because Amari Cooper is a part of that 29th ranked offense now and Deion Jones might be a part of that 27th ranked defense. Fair. They both change Fair. the complexions of both of those units. Absolutely. They change the Immense Immensely. Because they, they, they change the plays you call. Right. So. But one of them's coming back off of injury. And we don't know for sure he's going to be playing. And if he is, probably going to be on a pitch count. We don't know what he's going to, yeah. He and might the other he plays, one yeah. is kind of making a home for can himself that, in Big D. You can say he's heating up. I could say that say I, I, I would be okay with an extension if it happens sooner than later. I'd, I just I'm just saying. How much I know, longer it's crazy. You sat right know, there and you're like frantically lighting your smoke being like, I don't want to talk about Cooper. I know. Uh, we but did it we did an crazy. armchair GM thing where I was trying to I, don't want to. I was trying to wish Julio Jones <laughs> to Dallas somehow We're trying to manifest it by word Yeah, just putting it out there, bro. <laughs> the
1: Gotta secret. speak it
0: speak it into existence.
1: <laughs> the secret over here for Julio. But now yeah, yeah. so we've I got the, saying,
0: we've got the battle of uh former Alabama wide receivers this weekend. We got 3 of them. Yeah, we in this do game. actually.
1: Yeah, we got Ridley, you got
0: Cooper, and you got Jones. Yep. Very
1: true. Absolutely. And then you got an SEC talent quarterback in Dak and
0: I think that... I know, uh, where Matt
1: Ryan go? Boston College, BC.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think that... Uh, do we want to talk about Zeke uh, being a former Buckeye or Jalen being out of Notre Dame? Everybody knows that. BYU, I was L-
1: just going to say... Uh,
0: remind me to show you when we're done recording that I have a screenshot of Tyre, uh, Tyrone Crawford's suit jacket. The inside liner is the Boise State logos everywhere. And I... Retweeted it and said, "Nice BYU jacket, dash Mike the Jag." I just love how like it's
1: a pervasive (laughs) joke. Like, like, oh, it's never going.
0: It's never going anywhere.
1: And it's like analysts have made that joke as well. Are you take? Are you taking the Falcons? No, I'm taking Dallas to win.
0: Taking Dallas. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because what I've seen, but here's the thing though,
0: everything hinges on feeding Zeke the ball. Everything hinges on, and you're gonna hate me for this. It's gonna hinge on execution. Yeah, okay, what doesn't? A lot, okay, what other team in the league is built totally around their offensive line? Who else has four first-round picks on their offensive line? Well, when you put it like that, nobody has that much right. invested. So, when the execution isn't flawless, with this particular Cowboys team, everything else suffers and looks ten times worse because it gets blown up in the backfield. Yeah. And it looks like terrible play calling. And then everyone's calling for Scott Lindahan's head, whether it's just or not. So, two weeks ago, I kind of was jumping for joy when the Cowboys fired their O-line coach in the in the bye week. And I was like, nice, former player, hard-nosed guy, cool. I'm yeah. ready to see this this change. And then the Tennessee game happens. I was like, ugh. Then that Philly game happened. And that O-line looked like the dominant Dallas O-line. And I don't think it's a coincidence that Connor Williams wasn't playing in that game. That so Xavier we, Suofilo guy okay. looked very good. Well, he looked ferocious. He looked like a
1: man-mover. But the thing is, is like that, you even even when we w- were playing football in the fall, you told me that Connor Williams could play guard. And I said I always thought he was a tackle at Texas. He played oh, he'll tackle. Oh, he'll be a guard. Okay. But what I'm saying is... And he'll is, be a is, good one. Okay, but can you agree that this year he's being a little bit overwhelmed at guard? So you're telling me that with all that knowledge, he could play tackle in this league? No. So then that, what are you telling they, me he's a tackle for? Because when he's coming out of Texas playing, as a tackle? playing tackle and them saying, you're going to be a guard. So should they have drafted the him cur-
0: as a tackle?
1: You're taking what I'm saying out of context. No, no, no. The learning curve for him has been sharp. And I'm saying that when you come out of Texas playing left tackle and they say, you're going to be a guard. Do you know what the it's Falcons? It's not a foregone conclusion. Or, sorry, he's do you not know-
0: Quentin Nelson. Do you know what the Saints worked out Connor Williams as? a The center.
1: Okay, but they know that he's going to play inside. I'm not disputing that. What I'm saying is, is that... You're getting right te- riled up, But though. when you come out of Texas playing tackle, and they're like, well, we know you're going to get kicked inside. You're a natural guard. And he's like, okay, I know that I'm a natural interior lineman.
0: Doesn't mean that the learning curve is not going to be sharp. Yo, you're sandwiched in between Tyron Smith and Travis Frederick your entire training camp. He should not be having the mental lapses sometimes that he can't. Had.
1: Sometimes I can't even talk to you.
0: Okay, yeah, yo, 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 bro. Sometimes. Some? Okay. He should not have been having the mental lapses that he was having in preseason when those two were playing in between him in training camp, and then he's taking it to the game, and it looks not good. Then he loses that all-pro center for the season. There goes his glue on the right side. Now he's got Joe Looney Looney beside him. Okay, That's going to affect the rookie undersized guy. I'm not disputing that one bit.
1: I'm talking about the, the learning so, curve of somebody coming out of the big twelve so, play tackle. So let's so let's put no
0: name guy. Okay. Tra- let's draft him as a tackle. Well he'll he'll come up for two years behind Tyron. Now Tyron's back goes out for the third that season no in a row sense. and he has to go play tackle. That level of execution. How much makes no worse sense. is it gonna be for Dax Blindside when he's the the tackle protection? <laughs> that execution makes no
1: sense. So do you that. think
0: that he was drafted in the appropriate position? I think that he was drafted right where he
1: should have been. Absolutely. What I'm trying to argue right now but he shouldn't have been a starter? Yeah, and that the learning curve is a little bit sharper than they're giving credit for. And I'm telling you that my opinion on why the learning curve has been sharper than they're it credit for is that when you play left tackle in the Big 12 and then you come into the biggest league of football and they say you're going to be an interior lineman, okay, it doesn't happen
0: like that. Oh yeah? How many, how many seasons has Zach Martin not been an all-pro pro bowler? Has it ever happened? 'Cause he was a tackle at Notre Dame and came in there to be other, the best guard in football. Are there other linemen like Frederick? Do you and think Martin? they are fell they, in love there? Do you think they fell in love with the idea of finding their second Zach Martin and being a little bit stubborn? Yes. Thank you. Yes. They didn't draft him incorrectly. Yes. They didn't put him in the wrong spot. Yes. They had too high of a projection for him. Right. But everything... Now, that, I'm time out. You. Are they always wrong with their too high of projections? Because there's a guy named Jalen Smith on their team that no one was going to draft. I can't and make that And now they yeah. maybe have the best middle linebacker in football. When you look at what happened to him in the Fiesta Bowl and his
1: knee was torn apart, man, he had nerve damage. I no know No NFL did. team will touch he had a player foot. with nerve damage. Nobody will... Yeah, where he, he couldn't feel his foot. But what I find to be the most interesting about this conversation is that if you give me a tackle who played on a power five and I'm talking like a genuine power five I know when well, you kick him
0: 10 let's get serious okay right.
1: there are certain okay let's get serious okay but just try to stay on on topic if, if he were to get kicked inside I understand the learning curve would be noticeably less but I, a guy for coming out of the the big 12 doesn't matter. Texas okay state it doesn't matter the level of competition to get kicked inside and to play in the NFL is so You're great
0: overvaluing where people play
1: hundred okay. percent you are. So you are you saying that if there's a collegiate guy and he can play offensive tackle, he can play anywhere on the offensive line? No.
0: Okay. am not so saying that at all. So then why am I o- o- overvaluing him playing tackle in the Big 12? Be- you're overvaluing the talent he's going against. You're forgetting about the talent he's going to go against in the first six months of his career before he ever plays a game. He's training against guys, potential all pros. Okay. I don't think that I'm overvalued. I-, I I don't think that one bit. Okay. His first day of practice, the guy that he's going up against in one-on-one drills, yes. potentially could be better than anything he ever played against, and he could have been a four-year starter at Alabama. Right. And did it work out for him?
1: Has he? Has he? Has, I can't wait. I can't
0: wait until he puts on thirty pounds of mass, and you have to eat crow all next year. But the thing is, is
1: I'm not disputing the fact that he is an interior offensive lineman. My entire sounds argu- like you are. My entire argument, and re- I will re- rewind. I will reiterate. My entire argument no is that... No one cares about this conversation coming, at this point. Coming out, of left, coming out of Texas at left tackle, getting kicked inside, the learning curve is going to be a hell of a lot sharper than they might have given it credit for. I don't think that he was drafted out of place. I don't think that he was drafted foolishly. All that I'm saying is, is playing left tackle at Texas It's going to be harder to come in and get kicked inside. All that I'm saying to you. Yeah, it's, I, it's I, about I the, It's
0: about the we, individual person. Okay. Okay, that's why the guy that only played... 13 career college games, and then 9-on-9, uh, nine nine or 11-on-11, 11 9-on-9 11, nine nine football in high school is uh, just going out there and killing it, and and not miss, making the defense miss a beat when Sean Lee's out, right? I don't want to continue this tangent. He played, a, he played w- at Boise, though. Okay. Is he a top, is he a I, power five? I don't
1: want to continue this tangent, but I do have a comparison between like, like a, like a Ezekiel Elliott and like a Rashad Penny, for example. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Because all I'm trying to tell you is, is what Zeke did at Ohio State coming into the league is super impressive. Rashad Penny at San Diego State coming into the league, nobody gives a shit. And, there has and been that's a learning why curve the that... Seahawks still aren't playing him. And that's why Rashad Penny's learning curve has been significant. And
0: that's why Zeke hit the ground running. But it's funny because you agree that Connor Williams drafted where he should have been. I, I do. And then you're talking about Rashad Penny. So you think that he should have been drafted where he was? Did I say that? That is but, not what I said. Uh, I'm trying to hilarious. tell you. Let's talk about the somebody, Chiefs and Rams please.
1: Somebody coming out of you're Ohio overla- State doing you're what you did.
0: Fucking hilarious.
1: I don't understand how you can extrapolate what I didn't say by what I actually said. You just said. tried to compare Zeke coming in the lead to Rashad Penny. What I said was how productive he was. People look at that and say, "Ohio State drafted fourth overall, noben drafted curve. fourth overall he played, arguably." He played very, very well as expected. Okay. Somebody coming out of Who was drafted way too high. Shouldn't have been drafted in the first round. But he played great in college. Bro, running for 2,000 yards at San Diego State is meaningless.
0: But if, okay, uh, if he got the same amount of touches that Carson got this year, he'd be more productive back. Okay, we don't know the hypotheticals. All that we do do
1: know is that Le'Veon Bell was unbelievable at one of the most prolific schools in the country. Rashad Penny comes in out of San Diego State and has struggled this year. Has Zeke struggled? No. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen him struggle a couple times. That Washington game was fucking atrocious. I watched Adrian Peterson outperform Zeke. Relatively speaking, since Zeke has come into the league, he has not struggled. He has I've excelled. watched him
0: struggle every game of his career, week one and two. Do
1: you mean to tell me that a yes. player who is struggling, you're telling me is the best back in football? You mean to tell me that he's the best back in football and you've he watched is. him struggle he since gets he off came the into so- the league? What does that mean? He gets off the slow
0: starts early in the season.
1: What does that mean, though? That doesn't mean he's not prolific.
0: I'm not saying it does either. But you've, you've asked me if he struggled, and I said he struggled a lot in the league in three years. He's, he's had a lot of adversity, too, considering he had a fucking 11-game win streak in his, uh, in his rookie season. Coming out of Ohio State, he did exactly what he was supposed to do. He didn't win. He didn't win a Super Bowl his rookie season.
1: (laughs) Oh my God! (laughs) Now you're out to lunch. He should have. I can't even. No, you know what? No. If hey Chiefs and Rams, hey the right
0: quarterback gets back inserted into the lineup and yeah, 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 and gets to use his new draft pick toy. It all
1: comes down to Tony Romo's back, and it wouldn't have held up. So it's a pipe dream. It's a pipe dream. But anyway, Monday Nighter, Chiefs and
0: Rams. Who do you like? I like the Chiefs. Pat Mahomes by guy whether he puts ketchup on his fucking mac and cheese or not. I put ketchup on my mac and cheese. You're a disgusting I, human I relate being. more to
1: uh, Pat Mahomes than I ever did before. You're a disgusting I found that human being. But you probably I put, put it on your pepper scrambled on eggs too, too don't That's you? That's nuts. Of course I do. Oh, it, it's um it's interesting to think about the over under 40 or 50 touchdown thing cuz I keep thinking about it and I'm not I'm not moving, I'm not wavering. I think it's going to be low 40s. It's going to be... I don't think he's going to break 50 up. yet. I, I I don't think he breaks 50. Um, hey, he gets 57. He's, he's got a lifetime supply of Heinz. That's unbelievable to think about. <laughs> but what's the point, though? He's going to get a lifetime supply of whatever the hell he wants when they sign him to a contract in, uh, what, three years? Yeah. This is his sophomore year, so three years is 50 years. Yeah, year they get yet. a 50 year. But so they'll probably sign him early. Before that? Probably. Buddy, he'll make 150000000 hundred fifty million. 100, he'll be the first $150 million quarterback. Everybody's talking about a $100 million quarterback. He'll be the first $150 million quarterback. Because they're going to sign him to something outrageous, Jared. They're going to sign him to a six-year 145 with like $80 million guaranteed. Because his agent's going to say, well, Kirk Cousins got three-year $86 million. Yeah, he'll, he'll get, get more than that. Yeah, He'll
0: get more guaranteed than Eric.
1: What I'm trying to say to you is that his his agent is, is going <sighs> to say, well, you gave Kirk Cousins three-year $86 million. Okay. Pulled so guy down for a long time.
0: Back to the matchup. These Chiefs receivers mm-hmm. are going to have a field day with the Rams secondary. Um, The thing that scares me is Donald heating up and maybe wrecking the game a little bit because we saw what happened early in the season in Denver when Mahomes faced a legit pass rush. I agree, but I'll counter it with Patrick Mahomes can throw the ball from on top of his
1: head. I, I so wherever he gets pushed, wherever he gets moved, I think he'll be able to have that as a launch point.
0: Yeah, I'm not... Uh, you just think that Donald is going to be so disruptive that he's not even going to be able to, to get in... The, Chief, the Chiefs are very accustomed to scoring early and often. Yeah. And when I've seen them not do that, it's been a bit of a struggle. But then they they're they can get so hot so quick, and they can do it different ways. Um, it Like, never mind... The, the Difference between the running and the passing game, just in the passing game alone, they can burn you so many different weapons. Um, the thing I, I cur- just and with the way the Rams' defense is going, I mean, it's it's ugh. the way that they look in coverage is disrespectful. All the money as, they as, spent ugh. in the offseason, especially on the defense, like it is
1: bad, bro. It's bad. What I don't understand is uh, Akeem Talib came up publicly the other day and when asked about. Marcus Peters he said he's fine he's good he's great he's ready to go he's well good. he's a teammate I mean but all that I'm trying to say to you is is if you look at the talent on that defense it's unbelievable they should all be great good ready to go they should be but yeah like oof. it's talented like Mark they Barron? should be
0: on their way to losing their third game in a row Monday night I know what you're saying yeah they should be Yeah, they, they it's I think that they. it's worrisome for them come playoff time if they don't get into a a mojo, rhythm of some sort on defense.
1: Do you know who never gets talked about ever in any analysis in any league podcast, whatever? First overall pick, left tackle, Eric Fisher, Kansas City Chiefs. He was in the conversation for being terrible, a bust, not performing very, very well. He has stepped up and played extremely well. And if you look at the left side, Pat Mahomes doesn't even even peak. Right? So... When I is it look gonna, at is that going to continue? When I look at that defensive front, I think about what 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 you just said about Penn being disruptive, and it is a very real possibility that that's their best chance to
0: disrupt. Because their defense. third their third down pass rushing, like their front four is ridiculous. They're not going to get many covered sacks with how their secondary has been playing. Would you agree? The hundred percent. So those front four, and when you have Sue and Penn lining up side by side, like that's and like I already said about the home hometown advantage or lack thereof. Right. I'm not worried about that aspect of it. It's not even coming into play No. Um okay. I honestly I think that the fact the Rams were practicing elsewhere, uh, to get uh acclimated to the uh the air pressure, the the higher altitude. Getting set up. Um and now it, it was essentially like a wasted effort. Yeah, in Mexico City. I wonder if that's gonna have any kind of like residual effect or if they're to me, it's I don't. Know. I don't th- it's not going to be quite like the Lions practicing outside when they play in a dome and their team hated. Trying to
1: beat New England, defending how he can practice outside.
0: when Well, he's just in a trying dome. to. He's trying to be instill what Belichick does. He makes him practice out cold whether it's a blizzard or not. Well, you play outside in Foxborough, so you should. When you play in a dome, kind of seems that's neither here nor there. Kind of seem foolish for doing it. Um, I like Kansas City. You like Kansas City. Okay, so we're not disagreeing on no. this one. So you see what I've like what. The what well, everyone that's pointing out the flaws in the Rams, and I think that Cooper Cup going out it's a bigger deal than it's being you can't talk enough about that because he is what Adam Thielen is no to the one, Vikings no offense. One, oh, I hate comparisons, I don't okay. want to say right All right, you're all right, wrong, all right, all right
1: look, 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 I'll play your game and I'll say that they have a little bit more to work with in Minnesota because Stephon Diggs is great in his own right, and they have Dalvin Cook, right? Um, but the Rams with, with Gurley and Cooks and Cup, like, they they have a very, very similar... See, there's
0: the game wrecker. If Gurley has... It might take a 200-yard performance and yeah. three TDs or whatever, but, I mean... Yeah. It's just Cup can... That's line, how the Rams win. The only
1: reason that I made the comparison was because they can line up anywhere. I, mean, I don't that's think... that's a dangerous guy.
0: I don't think the Rams can win this game with, like, a pedestrian Gurley performance. Like, if he has 88 yards on... Seventeen carries with a you don't think a, be enough? A touchdown and then Yeah, but Goff can go off though. Like he's but you you've I don't been, and I've been promoting him as elite since since I I haven't necessarily been just promoting been, him you've as elite. I've been asking him the question. Okay, fair enough, yes. That's fair. Because of that, five. what was the last time that they were in prime time? It was a oh, third... it was
1: five touchdowns.
0: Yeah, who who is that game? Who Against? Yeah.
1: I forget this is feeling's not not, not, facts. not facts, but yeah, true he, enough.
0: He, he had five touchdowns. He did, and that was the game, game where I was w- like, "Okay, maybe I gotta." He's something's going on. Then again, I talk about system quarterbacks. He's not n- necessarily one. But they're both West Coast guys benefiting from West Coast systems. I mean, that's it's gonna be okay. G- even
1: Jared Goff at Cal, he what, played a, a tell similar me, system. Tell Texas me how many Texas and not uh, how. Okay, I got you here. I got thirty-eight twenty-eight Kansas City. Uh,
0: I'm going forty-seven thirty-nine. Oh, wow. You think it's just going to. So, would you take the over? Oh, 100%. I, I heard the
1: over is something absurd. It's
0: 68.5. That's absurd. I believe. It's up that's there.
1: 30, that's 34 a pop.
0: Yeah, it's up there. I see a lot of points. Like, so, so I don't lie, do but I, don't I see think... defense
1: showing up too at some point.
0: See, this is what I. Like, this could be such a crazy game that if the defense does make a play, it'll be like six the other way. But it it's just like, all right. A seven point lead instead of fourteen. Don't now deal, yeah. push it back. Yeah. Like I don't, it's gonna be a score fest. Probably gonna be a barn burner. That's not nothing profound. In analyst, uh, analyst wise, but oh, no. Um, yeah, I think uh, that's about it.
1: Nothing really else to add. Other than... it's, it's
0: easily the game of the week. I'm glad I'm on day shift and I won't have to miss it, or have to watch it on my phone. Get to enjoy it. Um, yeah, that should be a good game. Uh, Yeah, I think that's it. Enjoy the uh, Sunday action and the Monday nighter, and we will check back with you next week. Everybody have fun. Take care.